1: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
2: I just don't want to see you sad again when the Knicks lose and then they fall and still don't make a trade to try and win.
3: That's in the next week, yeah. That is something that, um, I mean, there's, there is pressure right now. I'll explain it. What, what tonight, the significance of tonight's game and also the next seven days and the impact it could have on this franchise, not just for this season, but beyond. It's a lot riding on this today, so we'll get into that momentarily. But it's Barton Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, and this is hour number three. And Bart Scott, when it's hour number three, what's that mean? But before we start, I don't like where you got this damn bell
2: at, son. You need to move that thing in front of your screen you know what, so you right. can get it. How are you going to get a good hit right there? That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? We need to go ahead and do, start off right. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. By the way. I wrote this song in five-part harmony. Five-part harmony. By the way, gong guy said
3: we can't trade the gong for Don LaGreco. Okay. He just texted me. No you can't trade the gong, so right. that's off the table. Let me move this out of your way. I want you to get the good swing. Okay, yeah, the gong has
2: a no trade that we didn't know about. No trade. Golden. It's <laughs> a golden walk. All right, let's see. Are you ready? I think I am. Okay, now let's do the bit.
3: All right, when it's hour number three and it's Barton Hunt, what's that mean?
1: It's the power, hour, 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 hour,
2: hour, hour, hour.
3: That might be a record. That might be a PR. That's a PR for sure. I
2: got lightheaded, son. Almost passed out. I did it for you, America.
3: Well, America can't hear us anymore. Five
2: boroughs, stand up.
3: Yeah, it's it's just New York now, including Jersey. Yeah, yeah, and Long Island. Yeah, a little bit of Connecticut. Yeah, Westchester. Yeah, right.
2: How far do we reach? Poconos? Anyway? We go to the Poconos. We do. Yeah.
3: Okay. They get a streaming pretty much everywhere. That's, That's a good. True. That's you know, true. we always hear the, from the people uh, listening on the stream. That's always good to know.
2: Been working on my abs too. Get my get my diaphragm strong.
3: Excuse me. Oh yeah, you should. My diaphragm? Yes, that. So as you mentioned. It's the Knicks in the Heat tonight. So This is the first game of the season against Miami. There's four to go. This this head 30, head is going to be important. Only thirty games left. Isn't that only amazing? 30?
2: Yeah. And
3: uh, when we get to the All Star break, there'll be only twenty.
2: How you feeling? You, you you good? Cut no. You
3: no. Yeah. No. I'm
2: I'm alright. You you're how you're you're how I was. Yes.
3: About week fifteen. No. Like like week fourteen. Like, yeah. Week like the beginning 13. of December.
2: The December. Yeah. December first. This that's how I was. Yeah. Studying. That's about right. That's Fatigue, about right. you know what I'm saying? You start questioning yourself, the right. your life decisions, where I go wrong. Like, like,
3: how much do I really need to do this? Yeah, You know, there's that kind of thing yeah. that goes on. And then when you're doing it, you're in the moment. you yeah. just like, I'm into it. Well, yeah. Especially now, I get to do some uh, radio calls, some TV calls. Mm-hmm. Be doing some more TV in March. But, like, that's the fun part of it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's the grind, man. There's a lot of prep. There's a lot of studying. There's yeah. a lot of things to just be up on as much as you can. And right now, the most important part is this week. Trade rumors flying all over the place. And if you look at the standings, you can see that the Knicks are in seventh right now in the east. And that is in the seven ten play-in now. That's where you're in that no man's land.
2: Who's on their heels?
3: The the Hawks, Atlanta.
2: And you know the Hawks are going to get better.
3: Atlanta just won last night. I mean, they smoked the Suns. The Suns are in a weird place. So Atlanta is a game back of you. And you are now two back. You were in sixth, and you had a bit of a space. You've gone through this now lost uh, six out of eight. You've now fallen back. The, he- yeah. the Heat have leapfrogged you. Yeah, They've got the sixth spot. And They're up them two games. If you lose to them now, it's three games back. If you lose tonight, you are closer to being out of the 7-10 than you are to being in sixth. Remind That's me, a major concern. Remind,
2: remind me again, Uh, the Knicks have... The what record? It's now the third. Remaining?
3: It's the third toughest remaining schedule in the league. Third tough. Third now. Third tough. Yeah, it was the toughest, but then they went through the gauntlet we just saw. Uh, these these you know these they beat uh, Boston. Yeah, they did get the win in Boston. That's a big one. But Boston, then lost to the Nets. And that lost, that lost in the, in loss Brooklyn, to the Nets and the loss to the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers terrible, terrible. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, they are in a place now where you are looking at the roster and you are saying it. They they need depth. They've got two players that really you're not using that probably should move on then of course there's the questions about the starting five is it three
2: i i had derrick rose too
3: Uh, i forgot about derrick rose Rose, and cam reddish Reddish. yeah so you got to find places for these guys yeah right and you've got to try to upgrade what you got but what can they do and The one name that just keeps popping up is O.G. Ananobi. Now, there's other names that I could give you that you'd be like, who? You know, most like diehard fans know these names. Josh Hart. I think he'd be a great fit. Right. You just gave me a face like, who dat? He's in Pelicans? He was. Now he's in uh, Portland. But he'd be a nice fit. He and and obviously um, Jalen Brunson have history together. Good tough, good veteran, you know, all that stuff. But it doesn't, not moving the needle. As I said, there's no stars to be got. So to get a star and, you know, and do what they couldn't do in the offseason, that's not happening right here, guys. It's not. So with that in mind, how do you upgrade the team enough to ensure you make the playoffs? Because as you brought up earlier in the show, which I didn't know about, this playoff thing sounds like it's one of those. Yeah, no, we expect to make the playoffs.
2: Yeah, how can you not? When you made the playoffs two years ago.
3: And last year was a setback year, and this year you've been in the playoff hunt the whole time, right? And you
2: spent what two hundred million dollars, and you spent well, yeah, you
3: gave you gave Brunson a hundred, you gave RJ a hundred to stay, yeah. Um, so I'm looking at it like, what is out there to upgrade this team, and how much do you have to give up to do it? Now all the reports about Ananubi out of um, Toronto, who would be a good wing fit, he would fit, it'd be a good fit, it would work. All's fine there. But as I said last week, when this rumor first came up, as I said, watch because Masai Ujiri, who's running the Raptors, who is looking at his team that is underachieving and saying it's probably time to like mix some pieces here and reset. And he, one thing he loves to do, like I'll tell you the story. Years ago, when he was dealing, I forget the player, but the Knicks were interested in one of his players, and he and the the asking price was a first-round pick. And I said to him. How many because they already traded Bargnani for a first round yeah. pick, and that was a disaster. And I said to him, How many first round picks are you trying to get? He goes, As many as they'll give me. Mm. And he gave me a wink. Like, I know I can, you know, I can use it for leverage. Sucker. So I said, you watch. There's going to be other teams that get involved. And a couple of reasons why. One, because Eugiri's smart. He doesn't want it to be a one for one. Like, no, I can't have one team interested in this guy. I've got to create a market for him to raise the price. The other because I'm giving up a starter. The other thing is. Adanobi is a Clutch Sports client. I brought that up as well. Why does that matter? Because there are some rivalries in the sport. And the Knicks front office is comprised of two men who literally built CAA basketball for what it is today. It's a powerhouse. And they were at the front. So there's rivalries that go into this stuff. There's some history that is, you know, we'll make it like where if, if Clutch says, we don't want him there... We'll find other teams that we can get him on that would, would deal with you. And for Masai, it's like, great. All it does is create a market, and that's nope. what's happening. So you have now the Grizzlies. He'd be a great fit there. The Pelicans, great fit there. The Pacers even have checked in on this as well. So now you have to deal with Everybody's trying to get the longer, market. but the Knicks. So now, as the report said, it could cost you multiple firsts, multiple firsts. And a young player. Because apparently the Raptors are also looking for young players. So it's not like you just, oh, we'll just give them Fournier. Like, no, no, they don't want that. You got to match in a, a $17 million contract. So, Bart, that makes this really tough. So how do you get to Thursday and improve the roster so you can ensure that no one else around you is just going to get better and you're going to stay the same? Because the way the East looks right now, it would be dangerous for the Knicks to not upgrade the roster so they can make sure that they lock a playoff spot here because that could lead to an off season where there could be more change than we can even imagine right now. And this franchise has been through a lot of it lately.
2: Yeah, I mean, El Jerry, they tried to hire him. I don't know what people, what people just have such disdain for the Knicks, man. I mean... Now you look at – now they may have to give up way more than they thought. But that's always the case. Is this guy worth it? Is this guy worth it? What does he really change?
3: But what you don't want is the desperate move. Right. Because you couldn't make the move for an
2: all-star that's why they
3: should, in Donovan Mitchell that's because why, you felt like that was like it, too, it, too high a price to pay. And he keeps coming back. And then it's this is a guy who's not a star. He can't make you better. But think about – like, wait a minute. You're going to pay slightly less for this guy for what it's you for might have had to pay for Donovan Mitchell.
2: So that's going to stop you. So now, instead of making two moves, you don't make another move because you don't want to be seem stupid. But that that that's that's yesterday. Sometimes, like we had an opportunity making for Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. you don't not make the move because of what people are going to say if it makes your team better if it's the right move for right now. Well, yeah, you maybe can't it was, worry. Maybe, about maybe that. it was different circumstances before, mm-hmm. but if this kid that make you better. And you say, "Oh, I got to give up R.J. Barrett." Damn. Well, you can't. R.J. is not going to But not, not, not get traded, R.J. Barrett. Right. If you, you, know, they going to better they not they be quickly.
3: Them. No, you, no, no, no. You cannot be quickly. You can't do that. Here's Damn. a guy that's actually really starting to develop into something special off the bench.
2: So, what are you talking about? Ob picks.
3: Got him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you. I mean, they want a young player. You know, like do you, I mean, Cam Reddish. You don't
2: want to give up Grimes. No. So another so, that's a starter. So Kobe. I mean, so. um Obi, Obi,
3: Cam, and Picks.
2: Are they going to want to take Cam? I
3: don't know. That's the thing. Are they interested in him? I don't know. Remember, I mean, I he, can, I can he can
2: walk at the end of the year, though, so
3: they can just let him go. He's at the end of his contract. He'll be a restricted free agent. And if you don't qualify him, he becomes an unrestricted free agent. So they could do that, but it's not comfortable. It's not easy to do. But you've got to look at your circumstance. Bart, is it better to do nothing and let the teams around you get better? You know, the Heat, yeah, so the heat are above you now, and you're chasing them – and you've got to play them tonight and then three more times after tonight in the last 30 games of the season, and that's a tough team. Yeah. Then you have on your tail an Atlanta Hawks team that has – like they have beaten you already. They made they made the case that they're better than you. And they're
2: more talented. I mean, they have two superstars, Ice Trey and um, Murray. Those are yeah. two stars.
3: Yeah. And so you have to deal with that team, a Wizards team that when they're healthy is good. They just never are healthy, but they're in the fight. Kuzman is Uh, a Pacers team that when they get Halliburton back, they were playing great before Halliburton, but they're right there. You know, like you've got to be a – that's what I'm saying. Do you make a move because you don't want to fall out or do you don't make a move because you don't want to give up assets for something that is not really going to advance the cause that much? Like how important is simply making sure you make the playoffs this year? Not just play in, lose a game, go home. Yeah, I'm think, not talking about baseball wild yeah. cards, see ya. I'm talking about you know, an actual playoff series. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't think it's that important because you know what this team is. You'll be surprised if this team wins one game as far as in the postseason, let alone a series. So if you're not going anywhere, you might as well, listen, you might as well just sell hope and hope. Listen, I ain't going to say tank because that's not in their pedigree or that's not what they're going to do. But when you look at it, how many games would they win that may take them out of the lottery, which would maybe get them an opportunity? There's
3: nothing you could do at this point to yeah. have a significant impact on the lottery. Yeah. You would have to really blow the team up at this point to have any, And then it would be a bad look, really bad look. And then for this group, it's done. How are you going to sell that? How are you going to sell it to your owner? Yeah. You know what? I know we're two games over 500 and we're still in the playoff spot, but we don't think it's going to be enough so we're just going to sell off every piece we have and completely tank this season and try again in the draft. Are you, how, what kind of, now, for fans, there'll be fans who are like, I'm all for it because there's a lot of fans who are just tired of this group. But for an owner, if that were me, oh, no, 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 we're not. I didn't bring you in for that. I didn't bring you in for a reset. I brought you in because of your connections, all the people you know, the players you're supposed to be bringing in because of all your network that you have. Mm-hmm. So I brought you in for that, not to blow it up and start over. Like that's not what we're here for. So what's worse? You already have a ton of draft picks. What's
2: what's worse, losing, losing, and maybe getting a chance at more draft picks, or winning and getting sent home and swept, and then showing the owner how far you are from the from from the last place team in your division.
3: That's a scary place, right?
2: You know what I'm saying? It's like, a scary damn. place. Like, oh, they kicked our ass like that.
3: Well, isn't that damned if you do, damned if you don't? Yeah. Because damned if you do, tough. if you find a like, if you fall out, yeah, and end up like 11th or 12th because you ran out of gas, you don't have enough, other teams got better around you, whatever yeah. it is, if you fall out, that's a that's a death sentence. If you are a, you know, like win a win a win a, a uh, play in game, get into a series and then get swept, you get the
2: brakes beat off of you.
3: I mean, that's also. That's a dangerous place to be as well. Right. That's purgatory right now. <laughs> Scary. Eight hundred nine nine, three seven seven six. Let's get Kenny in Brooklyn on this. What's up, Kenny?
2: Hey Alan, uh,
3: glad you're doing local again. Um huge Nick fan. Just wanna say I would consider giving up Grimes for OG Adanobi. Um I think Grimes is expendable with quickly play, especially, you know, you already have Barrett locked up um, locked up and I think I don't a clear upgrade over Grimes. He's a better shooter, he's a better offensive player. You know, because he's three inches taller, I think that makes him more useful on defense. So I think what, if it comes to that, I think I consider doing that because I think I, the rumors I've seen, the fans have been putting out. I think it's they think I, I don't think we're getting out of no for the protected picks. I don't think Ujiri is going to do that. And then I think I I don't see why the Raptors would want top in. They already have Precious Achiuwa and pass. Yep. Yeah. So to me, I I think if you, I would take a risk, Grimes is. He's a good player, but I just don't think the ceiling is. As- so you are. Right, so, so you is- Right. So you, you're proposing. The idea you're proposing, Kenny, and thanks for the call, is if you give up Grimes, a starter mm-hmm. who's been a really good defensive player, his three point shot has come and gone, uh, but a, a nice player. But you, you give them. There's a young player, a couple of protected picks. And then I guess what you would do is what? You'd start quickly at the two next to Brunson. Now you hurt your bench by doing that. However,. Like I said, if you moved Barrett to the bench to start OG at the three, well, that's your starting five. But then you'd need to do another move. You'd have to do something to me. You would have to do something that would then give you a bench. Like, that's when I bring up, like, whether it's Josh Hart or somebody like that. Like, you'd still have to find me another piece because if Reddish and Fournier and Rose are not going to be part of anything you do going forward then you've got to turn those guys into something fairly useful for you. I don't know what that is, but we'll see if it happens. But there's a week, and the clock is ticking. And it feels like if a you, there's a lot of pressure. If you hear from Knicks fans right now, there's a lot of pressure, certainly, on this group. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens?
1: Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Bard and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Speaking of the K show, so we had Don LaGreca on with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top of the one o'clock hour. And that was, I, that was a fun segment. You good?
2: No. How you feeling? He was solid, man. Yeah. He's Don Juan LaGreca, man. He's you know the what mean? Guy. He's the man. Know you know what I'm mean? i I, saying? He's, he's I, Michael McDonald Jr. Yeah. And he, how quick was he, too? When we yeah, did he music, yeah, he, he was Michael, on it. He threw Michael McDonald right in there. That's, you can tell that's one of his faves. But what I'm saying is, like, how all quick noticed.
3: was he, though, with whatever we were talking about? He, just, he, was, he was able to keep pace. Oh, he's the man. Which I found that to be extremely impressive. Not easy to well. do on our
2: show. You know what I'm saying? We all over the place.
3: Yeah, it's definitely true. You know, that does happen from time to time. But it was good. So we enjoyed it, and uh, we'd Thank love you, to have him on. Yeah, no, know, right?
0: Love having so him So gracious.
3: On. And him. we offered to trade for him. Yeah. But um apparently the gong is not available in the yeah. trade. I did not know it had a no-trade clause, so that's out. Maybe I put a uh, PS5 there. You could do that. Yeah. Throw that right on the table. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, so before we get to the calls, um, because we're going to watch this quarterback story in the which we do every year Mm -hmm. but this one because especially close to home it's always about contracts it's going to be about who got what and the impact it can have on the entire market so Jerry Jones finally broke his silence and what he said is interesting but there's also another element to it so when he talks about they moved on from Kellen Moore and their head coach Mike McCarthy stays but adds some responsibility.
1: This is the logical step to build on it and use what we've established, or if you will, the foundation of the wins we've got. This is a time for us to build on it, and that's what this is. This is a building step.
3: The building step is Mike McCarthy calling plays and Jerry also saying that they still believe in Dak Prescott as their quarterback. Now, Bart, why is this something that should resonate in New York?
2: Because whenever you talk about Extensions with a quarterback is going to affect you and your quarterback that's unsigned right now. Whether you talk about the price tag for franchise tag, but also structures and contracts and guarantees, right? When when Dak Prescott got this deal a couple of years ago, we thought this was a long term deal. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize that it was outs and ways that they can, you know, he only has guaranteed money until next year. They can get out of the contract. So now, when you look at it, you can ask yourself. Because I think, really, them going back and deciding to give him an extension, it's just a admission that they don't really have a, a solution outside of him and that they need salary cap relief because they need to desperately get him help right? to help him to be the quarterback that he can be because mm-hmm. he's not really playing at the level and the consistency that he needs because he doesn't have the roster that he needs. He doesn't have the roster he needs because they paid him like he was going to be a franchise quarterback, like he was going to be a superstar, like he was Mahomes, right? Mahomes lost uh, Tyreek Hill, but yet he's still effective. He made he look like a superstar right. last last uh, week. Right. Juju Smith shoots like a superstar last mm-hmm. week. Kadarius Tony, who was here with the Giants, looked like a star at times with how he gets him the ball and gets him involved in the offense. So it's important for them. If I'm the Giants, I'm saying look at look at Dak. Dak took money and he wanted a shorter term deal because he wanted another bite at the apple, but. In the two years in which we paid him, he hasn't lived up to the expectations. He still hasn't won a playoff game, uh, won one division title out of two, right? We expected him to, us to dominate the division and also for him to play at a high level. Well, just imagine if he'd had Amari Cooper. He probably would have had a much better season. But when you take that type of money, that guaranteed money, you can't go out and get the supportive players that you need. Mm-hmm. So I tell Daniel Jones, listen, we can give you a similar contract, We go out and get you some tremendous teammates so it's not all on your back. And if you get team success, you'll get the credit for it and then we'll give you the big bag. But you have to prove it to us for a couple of years first because we don't know how good you are because we just got you and we just got you a coach that, you know, people can see. It seems like it's working. Knows how to coach. But now you can go somewhere else and start over again. What's the risk? And do you want to come here and let us get you some support so that, you know, it's undeniable for us to pay you because you can get paid again in two years and get the big bag if you win a playoff game right? or get the big bag if you go to an AFC championship. So which what which one is it? Do you want to be like Dak and have expectations but not really the pieces you need to be successful? Or do you want us to give you the t- players that you need to be successful like Tom Brady because he didn't take all the money. You can go get the extra pieces that you need to take you over the top and sustain injuries. That's the that's the conversation I'm having with Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. based off of what's happening with Dak Prescott, saying, "Hey, listen, he's a good quarterback. He's not great. We believe that maybe you do have a higher ceiling, but we you got to give us time to, pro- to to prove that to
3: us." Yeah, it's it's like it's not time for you yet to get the bag. What you showed us is that we want to invest in you, but we're not we ready to see more. All that we're just ready to see more. And if you're happy with where you are right now, instead of trying to play the field and. You know, drive up our price, which then could cost you us getting weapons for you. Let's work together yeah, we might say and we'll keep say it short it's term. To your success. So you're going to give him it out, right? You would you would give him like the third year out or something like that, and then yeah. he can get the bag then, right? Exactly. Okay. So you that can, could be you the can opt, you can framework opt out.
2: You can opt out in two years, just like Dak uh, can kind of, you know, eligible for an extension. We'll, we'll give you, we'll extend you that same courtesy.
3: Yeah, and I think that's the framework of what they'll probably go forward with once they do sit down with Daniel Jones. But Joe Shane has said they have not started talking with Daniel Jones. They have talked with Saquon Barkley. They have not figured that part of it out as well. And they still have Dexter Lawrence to deal with as well, of course. It's Bart and Spartan Hahn, Allen Hahn, Bart Scott, 800-919-3776. So Bart, Dina was giving me this earlier in the week and I want to do it with you because it's kind of like an interesting on the Jets now side of things when it comes to quarterback. As we are in that, you know, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You drop something? Oh, not the hot sauce. Top's on. Cap was on. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, on the on the the, the Jets side of things, when it comes to quarterback, this was a good idea. So I want you to play a little game with me. You ready? Okay, let's do it. And everybody listening, you can play along as well. And again, 800-919-3776. At Barton Hunt on Twitter as well. I'm going to give you scenarios. The dream one, of course, being Rodgers. Yeah. And... You're gonna tell me when we reach the line of disappointment. Gotcha. So you're gonna tell me like when we get here, that's when you're like, all right, all right, that's it. Like that's when I'm. It's now a bad off season. Like this is not the way it's supposed to go. All right. Gotcha. We begin trading for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm happy. I'm like, good. We, yeah. Let's go. do that hockey. I mm-hmm. scored. We like that, right? That's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, trading for Lamar Jackson. Hell yeah. We like that. Okay. Um, trade f- or acqu- yeah, acquire Derek Carr. I can work with that. We're good with that? Is awesome. All right. Uh, trade for Justin Fields.
2: Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one that people really don't talk about, but I brought that up a long time ago. I mean, that's still resetting the clock again, giving you at least two years before you have to make a decision. But yeah. you like it. Yeah, I do. Uh,
3: trade for Matt Ryan? Hell no,
2: man! Quit playing. Don't
3: Have like Have you that. seen
2: his dude? Like all of a sudden, like a dude that's been clean shaven with his Gillette commercials. All of a sudden, now he got a goatee. Nah,
3: mm. he's trying to change look up like the he
2: look. got Botox in his face too. Like he got spiky hair, like uh Brandon Stokely late in his career. Yeah, I always
3: Matt Ryan was never like a you know big guy, but he's gotten real, he's real skinny, skinny
2: now because everybody trying that um no carb, no sugar diet mm. because because they think they can't keep up.
3: All right, so have we hit the line because – Man, you – Matt Ryan – I didn't give you – right,
2: I didn't give you, though. I probably
3: should have moved this one up.
2: You better not say Jameis Winston. No, Jimmy G. Yeah, you know what? I right, okay. You're okay with that? Yeah, you can get 25 points. You just can't depend on him to stay healthy. So. All right, we like that one.
3: So, all right, we move Matt Ryan down. How about Geno Smith?
2: Listen, if I get the Geno that Seattle got, I can deal with that too. So you're good with that? Yeah. All right.
3: Daniel Jones. The Giants can't work something out with him. Mm-hmm. You decide to swoop in because now you're a desperate point because you, you realize I can't get Rodgers. I can't get Lamar. I got to get somebody. The Giants are having like an impasse with Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Let me swoop in and go get him. I'll give him what he wants. Would that be – would? if you ended up with that, would you be okay or would that be a line of disappointment?
2: I'm good with Danny Dimes. With with our running game and our defense.
3: You seem kind of like, you know, this one seems kind of meh.
2: I'm good with Danny Dimes. Listen, I can rock with Danny Dimes. I ain't going to trip on Danny Dimes. <laughs> right,
3: but I mean, again, like this Depends is Depends on
2: how much he—listen, he, he leaving money on the table for us to sign other people? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Okay. So that's—it's that's, that's, that's it's, it's okay, but it's not—you know, it's like the Burrow one, you know, meh. Like it's that, yeah. right?
2: You you lost me at Matt Ryan, man.
3: Yeah, that one was a little too high. Um—
2: Jacoby Brissett. Nah, hell no. Nah. You yeah, that's out. Man, that's worse than Tyrod Taylor.
3: All right, that's out. Baker Mayfield. Hell no. Nah. Out. Ryan Tannehill. Mm. <sighs> you okay? I, I I'm
2: I'm okay. Probably, but not. I'm, uh, Probably um, not. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah.
3: Um. Jameis Winston. Hell no. Nah. Well there it is. Did they just say did he really just say major disappointment? I so put, I guess
2: I, I put everything into James Winston last year, man. This dude lost his job to Andy Dalton.
3: So we go pretty far down like, the line like top with a haircut. <laughs> we go pretty far down the line before we hit disappointment though. Like you like you went hell no on Tannehill. No, you went met on Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Hell no on Baker. Hell uh hell no on Jameis. And hell no on uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, everybody else you're sort of you're yeah. open you're, you got an open mind about it. But I mean, when does it get to the point though of disappointment to where like in the off season, it's sort of like you know it's like that's what we got Matt Ryan like this is what we got. You get the Matt Ryan Baker Mayfield, but that's different though. That that's that's when you just you know I'm talking about when you're like to me. Like you're okay with Jac- with uh, Jacoby Brissett? I'm
2: not. I didn't. No, I thought you said you were okay with that Hell one. Hell no, I ain't say that.
3: I, I'll be honest with you. I think with I think Geno Smith, I might be a little disappointed too.
2: I'll take Geno. If I said if we get the Geno that we that Seattle got this year, I'll take Geno. But you don't know you're getting that one. You don't know you. You know what? I don't know.
3: God, I'm not feeling that one. Not feeling it
2: because you guys some Geno fatigue.
3: I think we could take Lamar Jackson as an option off the table, yes?
2: Yeah, and there's no way they give him up.
3: Uh, Derek Carr, how, how big of a chance or how big of a, a percentage do you put the Jets getting him? What do you know? What can you tell us about Derek Carr to the Jets? Is that is that something on the table or do you feel like that's like one of those, nah, he's probably going to go somewhere
2: else. I think he's on the board somewhere, right? And if he's sitting around, I think that's something that's a consideration but I think you know the Jets are swinging big. Woody Johnson is swinging big. Right. I think he wants the uh, Aaron Rodgers one because what it does, it ticket sells, but also it sells excitement. It sells that the team is going for it, and they're actively trying to win a Super Bowl in this year or next year. Um, and a lot of you know Joe Douglas and Robert Sala careers can be based on on, on the outcome of next season.
3: I want you to then power rank it. Because this is what Kyle Shanahan said about Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way.
2: I wish you guys could see Jimmy being back, and
1: if so, what, what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that.
3: So he's definitely not staying in San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Now, yeah. Robert Sala obviously was in San Francisco, mm-hmm. right? Would you say that if you can't get Rodgers, that Jimmy G would be the next target of the Jets? No, or would it me, be Derek, Derek Carr. Carr? You think it's Derek Carr? It's Derek Carr.
2: Why Derek Carr
3: instead of Jimmy more, more
2: healthy and more mobile. Even though he's not extremely mobile, but I feel more confident in him, his nine years of, as a resume, opposed to Jimmy G's. You know, he wins, but he can't stay healthy at all.
3: Is he third then?
2: Yeah. I go, I go, I go.
3: So once, if Rodgers isn't an option, and, and and I think Aaron did say that in about two weeks or so, he'll kind of know what he's doing. And I think we all... Not the Super get Bowl. This, yeah, we all get the sense, though, that you know the, the Packers are, are might be ready to move on. At least that's what Shefty is uh, suggesting. So Rodgers is where you're all in on. But mm-hmm. you might you might not have Rodgers before Derek Carr's already off somewhere else.
2: That's why you got to do your back your back channels. You see these guys at Senior Bowl, yeah, they talking.
3: Oh yeah, everybody's talking.
2: Combine, yep. they're gonna be talking.
3: Okay. Your level of confidence that Aaron Rodgers will be a
2: Jet 30%. thirty percent thirty.
3: Mm-hmm. That's not high. Not at all. What is your – like, if it's 30% Jets, what's the 70% stays?
2: I would say uh, 40% stays. 40? I would say 15 to 20% Nashville. Damn. 20% Vegas.
3: Okay. So, better chance he stays, but if he leaves – Best chance he comes to the Jets. That's how you play. Yeah. Yep. All right. Eight hundred nine 800-919-3776. Your level of disappointment out of those options that we gave you for Jets at quarterback. Level of disappointment. Meaning when we hit this name, I'm disappointed. Like I'm like I'm depressed. I don't want to talk about it. It is what it is. That kind of thing. Bart gave you his line. He actually was pretty open to
1: several names that I don't know if I'd be open to. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
3: It's time now for Barton Han's lunch money. It's presented by Gosling. So Tom Brady does retire. And of course, there's some uh, betting facts that talk about his goat status. Want to hear this Bart? Tom Brady covered the spread in more regular season games than any other quarterback in the Super Bowl era. He covered the spread in 58.1% of his starts. So he covered the spread in 190 games. That's more than any other quarterback, right? And he's played a ton, so obviously the 190 is a big number because of his longevity. But the 58.1% of his starts is a percentage that ranks third among quarterbacks with at least 100 starts. So you got Joe Montana, Joe Theismann, then Tom Brady. It's pretty good. In the postseason, which is, you know, when everybody's betting, he was 215 158 and 8 against the spread all time. But he was also the greatest underdog quarterback ever. He pulled outright upsets in 56.6% of his games as the betting underdog, and he was 30 and 23 straight up. It's the best winning percentage as an underdog of any quarterback with at least 30 starts in the Super Bowl era. So Tom Brady was a good bet. That's Lunch Money presented by Goslings. Want a reason to escape to Florida this winter? Our friends at Goslings Rum, the official rum of the Honda Classic PJ Tournament. They're giving away an amazing golf experience to one lucky winner. Go to gosslingsgiveaway.com to learn more. Contest open to U.S. residents, 21 and over. No purchase necessary. Void. we prohibited. For official rules, visit gosslingsgiveaway.com. Hey, Bart, did you ever, yourself or a teammate, do anything out of the ordinary to break a slump? To get out of, like, you know, a doldrums or something like that. Have you seen anything in the locker room where you were like, all right, like, he's going full Joe Boo here?
2: I mean, one time we sacrificed a uh, chihuahua.
3: Oh, a chihuahua. Yeah. Wait, no.
2: Put on a rotisserie. No, you didn't. Oh, that's right.
3: <laughs> 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 Nothing like that? All right, listen to this story that Derek Jeter told me though, to Jimmy Fallon.
2: Yeah, please. let me explain shortly I, I had a new teammate that i played with in 2002 and he always had a gold thong hanging from his locker and he told me anytime you struggle you wear the gold thong you're guaranteed to get a hit <laughs> now i thought the guy was crazy so in 2004 i went through the worst offensive stretch of my career
1: okay
2: and every day i I'd walk in he'd point at the thong <laughs> so, so finally I, I wore the thong now it wasn't who thonged the skin? I had shorts on underneath, so I put the thong <laughs> over the shorts. First pitch, home run. <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah, yeah. No way! The golden thong.
3: The golden thong. Now, it was... Uh, it was, uh,
2: was he a Q? It was Jason Giambi. I must uh, be all right, that Who was oh, the must... teammate. Oh, man, that, that thing probably had needed to be sanitized. Well, he
3: said he he didn't wear them straight up on skin, which, you know what, to me, I don't think you're all in. Now, it worked, I guess, apparently. But I feel like to commit... You probably should have just put it on. Are you checking for dingleberries?
2: That's kind of gross. I'm just saying. No,
3: I I, I didn't think about that. Jason
2: Giambi put them on. He used to have back pimples. <laughs> <laughs> if it was that
3: important to you, would you do it? If we were, str- let's let's say we were struggling as a show. Struggling. Yeah. And somebody said to you, somebody came in. Let's say Don LaGreca walked in with Don a Juan. gold thong and said, you know what, part? Whenever we struggle, I put this on. I have a great show. We get right back on track. Would you wear Don see, LaGreca's gold thong?
2: See, Don Don Juan is a pretty hairy dude. Yep. So I'm assuming that he probably got like little gray hairs stuck in the thong. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I can rock with that.
3: I mean, you could wash it. I'm sure.
2: But hairs don't come out like when hairs get in, in, ingrained in fabric and stuff like that. It's like mm-hmm. a needle of thread. It's no washing that can get that done. Really? He's like, listen. Remember, Scrub remember, it. remember. But is it worth? Re- what's it re- worth re- to you, though? What's re- it worth to you? Remember, though? remember on Teen Wolf, when Michael J. Fox went in there and he went in there and his dad and he saw that's that's what Don LaGreca, I can imagine back and stuff looks like. So I mean, why? I just don't know if I can rock with that man. Long pubes. I would do it. <sighs> okay. To get out if of we, slump? if we ever get in a slump, I'm a bring. I'm gonna go get Don Uh He looks like he worked the Thunt-a-Thuns. Like he's probably got them. Um, the uh, Superman draws on, you know what I mean? Like is he from the old school when they wore fruit of balloons and they were just like Superman draws. See, I thought the story See like, my my era has boxer briefs. Yeah. What?
3: But that's boxer briefs. I just feel like that story didn't need to like he shouldn't have added the detail of it wasn't skin on skin.
2: I mean, I think he yo. I feel
3: like that would have that made this like that I didn't need to hear like that he didn't go full on Bro, their thong. thongs.
2: That's thongs. He's trying to tell skin. you he's trying to tell you that he didn't put the thong in his anus like Jayambi. That that is a very He didn't want that. Yeah, that's a distinction you need to know that you and you and him wasn't sharing, you know what I'm saying? That's like saying, Oh yeah, I put his jock strap on. Oh, but no, I didn't put you know, what I mean, it was skin to skin. Yeah, but you wash it. What's the big deal?
3: No. He wouldn't have done it? No,
2: nah, man. That's been up another man's anus.
3: Now, how, how real do you think this story is? You think it's real?
2: I think it could be real. Could be real. Giambi looks like a dude that walks around oh, like yeah. he grade the hammer Valentine, thinking he's part of the Heart Foundation. <laughs> you know what I mean? He looked like he probably had some thong to thongs on. He probably wear with the thong to thongs yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah,
3: I would think he just wears them casually. Like, they yeah. weren't slum busters. For him, it was just sort of like, that's Thursday. Yeah. And today was Thursday, and we got a show for Friday. K show's coming up next. All I don't right, Mark know. We Scott. might be canceled. See we talked about
1: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.